the man that says what the people need to hear. Somebody need to hear this. That's right. He's going to be bringing you the word each and every week. You better not only be ready, but stay ready. Stay ready so you don't have to get ready. The time is up. It's the moment you've been waiting for. He's here. It's the Raw and Uncut Podcast with Pastor Radden. Service starts now. serve a God like that. Hallelujah. Bless your holy name. God has been so good to us. We just we just sang the song. You've been so good. Hallelujah, God. You've been so good to me. As we say, better than I've been to myself. Hallelujah, God. Bless your holy name, Jesus. Let us go into a word of prayer. Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you, Heavenly Father, Lord, for this service, God. We thank you, Heavenly Father, Lord, for this opportunity, God, to come before you, to give you praise and honor because you're worthy to be praised, God. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for ordering our steps, God. Thank you, Father God, for waking us up to see another day that you have made, Lord. And as the word says, we shall rejoice and be glad in it, God. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for waking us up in our right mind, Heavenly Father, and being in good health in Jesus' holy name, God. Father God, I thank you for having a mind, Heavenly Father, Lord, that stayed on you, God. I thank you, Father God, that having a heart that can meditate on you, Lord. I thank you, Father God, that having a mouth and a tongue to give you praise and honor and glory because you're worthy in the mighty name of Jesus. I thank you that I can raise my hands, hallelujah, God, to give you praise. I surrender all to you, God. Father God, I pray, Lord, that this service is dedicated to you, God. Bless this service, God. Anoint me, Heavenly Father. Use me right now, Heavenly Father, in a mighty way, in the mighty name of Jesus, God, to bring you glory, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' holy name, in Jesus' holy name we pray, amen, amen, amen. Bless your holy name, God. Thank God for another opportunity to be in the house of the Lord. Hallelujah, God, to give God praise, amen. We serve a great God, saints of God. We serve a mighty God, a, a strong God. Hallelujah, God. I thank God for just who he is. Hallelujah, God. Bless your holy name, God. And we're going to go ahead on. Hallelujah, God, and have some good church in here on today. I thank God for our pastor. Amen. Hallelujah, God. And our bishop, our overseer in their absence, once again, celebrating their anniversary. May God continue to bless them wherever they may be in order their steps and continue to use them for his glory in Jesus' holy name. God, thank you, Jesus. My Lord, my God. Thank God for each and every last one of you that are here on today. Amen. An awesome praise and worship. Amen. God bless you. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, God. Bless your holy name, God. My God, God is great. Amen. Have you ever just thought like sometime, like we say, where would you be if it had not been for the goodness of the Lord? Hallelujah, God. Where would you be? Have you ever think, as we say, when I look back and think things over? Amen. Hallelujah, God. How would your life be without Christ in it right now? 
Would you be better off? Would you be doing worse? What would your life be right now if Christ wasn't in your life right now, saints of God? Hallelujah, Lord. Bless your holy name. Amen, amen, amen. Just think on the goodness of him. And where would you be? Thank you, Jesus. All the things that he brought you out of. All the sickness that he brought you out of. Hallelujah, God. Bless your name, Jesus. The car crashes that should have killed you. The drug overdose. All of that type of stuff. And you're still here. The alcohol didn't destroy you. You're still here. Hallelujah, Jesus. Bless your name, Jesus. There's so much to thank him for. Bless your holy name, God. And I'll be coming out of the book of Jeremiah on today. Amen, amen, amen. It's good to know that the God that we serve is not a petty God. It's good to know the God that we serve doesn't hold grudges like people do. Amen. 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 See, coming out of Jeremiah 29 and 11, a very, very familiar scripture. Amen. Hallelujah. God. And when I'm on my Zoom meeting with some, as I call them, some of the baddest brothers on the planet. Amen. Every Tuesday. I know Brother Charles up in Greenville, South Carolina. He loves this scripture, Jeremiah 29 and 11. He's always quoting it. He says it all the time. Amen. Hallelujah, God. And when you just look at what it says right there, that's why it says it's good that we don't serve a petty God or a God that holds grudges. Jeremiah 29 and 11 says, For I know the thoughts that I think towards you, saith the Lord. Thoughts of peace and not of evil to give you an expected end. Hallelujah, God. It's good to know that the creator of this earth, the one that created you, says the very thoughts that he think of you are thoughts of peace and not of evil. Hallelujah, God. Can every human being that you ever came in contact with say that about you? All right. Does everybody, has everybody, including family members, can honestly say that every time they think of you, it's thoughts of peace and not of evil? Ain't that something to think about? All right, man. Can anybody, I'm just saying, in family included, say every time when I think of you, it's nothing but good, thoughts of peace, none of evil. Because your very God, the God Almighty, the creator of heaven and earth, said that the thoughts he thinks of you are of peace and not of evil. Hallelujah, God. That's some good news right there. And I know that the one that at the snap of a finger that can stop me breathing right now, that can stop you from taking your last breath right this very second, has no evil thoughts towards you. No matter how you may have done him, no matter how much that you haven't done what you're supposed to do. Imagine if God was petty. Imagine if he held grudges. How many of you prayed for several hours on yesterday? How many of you fasted for a whole day, 24 hours? He knows your thoughts as well. How many of you, every person that you think of is thoughts of peace and not of evil? Because I haven't heard really too many good words about our last president that we had. So I don't know how many of y'all had too many thoughts of peace about the last president we had, if you want to be honest about it. You should have, though. There shouldn't have been no evil thoughts. 
But God, knowing your thoughts, knowing that somebody who just cut you off in traffic, knowing somebody who just did you wrong at work and lied on you, and now you got to explain what happened so you won't get rolled up or suspended, or whatever the case may be. What are your thoughts toward that person? What are your thoughts but somebody who have done you wrong that have stolen from you? What are your thoughts if somebody broke into your car about that person? What are your thoughts that somebody has done some harm to your child or to your spouse? What are your thoughts about that person? Are they thoughts of peace? Uh-huh. Imagine if God was petty. Imagine if he held grudges. Right. Well, I noticed all day yesterday, you didn't pick up your Bible to read. I noticed all day yesterday, you didn't tell me thank you. So therefore, I'm going to do something to you that you're not going to like. But see, we don't serve a God like that. What if you catch a common cold that should take you just a few days to get over, but it takes three or four weeks to get over because God don't want to heal you because he's being petty. Right. That's how serious this is for a God of that magnitude to have thoughts of peace towards you that you can have an expected in. Hallelujah, God. And not thoughts of evil. There's people out there that think evil of you, that want to see harm done to you. Hallelujah, God. Can you honestly say that when you do get a brand new house or car that everybody has thoughts of peace towards you? Can you honestly say that you get a promotion or now that you're in charge that they have thoughts of peace towards you? Especially those that's been there a little longer than you have and you've rose up ahead of them because you put in the work. And you've dedicated and you've stayed longer and you've worked overtime and you come to work early and don't ever get written up for coming up late like some people do all the time. Right. Hallelujah, God. And then when you get rewarded for it, do people have thoughts of peace towards you? <coughs> or thoughts of evil? They think they something. Or she thinks she's something. Always brown nosing up to the boss. That's right. That's right. And you ain't doing no type of brown nosing. You just do your work. You just do your job. Amen. And you get rewarded for it. Hallelujah, God. But as we, as Christians, we should be not having thoughts of evil towards people, even if they do us wrong. Because, see, one of the hardest verses in scriptures for us to come to, and I'm coming back to uh, Jeremiah. See, in, in Matthew 5 and 44, what it talks about people that does you wrong. In Matthew 5 and 44, it says, But I say to unto, unto you, love your enemies. Right. Bless them that curse you. Mm -hmm. Do good to them that hate you. And pray for them which despitefully use you and persecute you. Is that something easy to do? That's why people that are outside of Christ look at us and think we are weak-minded. That we're just easy to run over. They'll use this very same scripture here to say that that's what uh, slave owners use against us and all of that type of stuff. How can you be nice to people that do you wrong? Because it's so easy to do Old Testament stuff like eye for an eye, tooth for a tooth, hand for a hand, foot for foot, life for life. Uh -huh. See, that's what people want to live by. Right. Clapping back, revenge. All right. When the word clearly states, the word says, give it to God, let God fight your battles. He says he will repay, not you. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah, God. But see, we, that flesh, that human nature takes over. It's like it's just human instinct when somebody does us wrong to get back at them. And God knows our very thoughts. And it says that 
He has thoughts of peace towards you. Imagine that. He says he knew you when you was in the womb. Before you were even born. You know, it's just like for those of us that are the parents. If you ever held a newborn in your arms right after birth. What are your thoughts towards that newborn that you're holding? Mm -hmm. Your son or your daughter? You have nothing but the greatest thoughts for that, for that little human being that you're holding. You have big plans. Speaking as a man, holding a son, a baby boy, immediately you, you're just thinking you want to raise that boy up to be tough, strong, into your image. You already figured it's so you want him to play sports. You want him to do those things. The long run, you just want that child up to be a great human being. You want them to get an education. You don't want no hurt, harm, and danger to come to them. All you have is thoughts of peace. What parent holds a child and have evil thoughts? All right, Especially right. after the child has been born. How many mothers have planned on giving up their child for adoption, but until they held that child in their arms? And a lot of times they'll change their mind. The whole pregnancy, they were thinking about how they're going to give it away or whatever the case may be. But in a lot of instances, once they get that child in their arms, they have second thoughts. There's something about that. Even mothers, when they hold their daughters and whatnot, just your child, period. But especially when they, if it's the same sex as you are, you know you have thoughts of raising a child up and, and bringing her to be in the womanhood and, and teaching her things and whatnot. But when you have that child, period, you want what's best for them, no matter what child it may be male or female you want what's best for that child and God here is saying that he has thoughts of peace towards you and not evil it's good to know that my God does not think evil towards me it's good to know that he doesn't think evil towards you thoughts of peace he wants to see you succeed he wants to see you make it. He wants to see you get ahead. That's why the Bible gives you those scriptures that you are more than a conqueror you are an overcomer hallelujah God it encourages you and see, and right after that, in verse 12 of Jeremiah 29 and 12, it says, Then shall ye call upon me, and you shall go and pray toward me, and I will hearken unto you. He will listen. That's good news to know that God is listening to your prayers. How many people you done talked to knowing they weren't listening to you? As we say, going in one ear and what? Going out the other. Out the other. You just talking to be talking. They ain't listen to a word you saying. <laughs> and on the flip side of that, you know I got to flip it. How many times they done did that to you and you ain't listen to a word because you figured it was foolishness? Right. Right. In one ear and out the other because you ain't trying to hear. Mm -hmm. But here it says that God hears your prayers. At least he listens, saints. He listens. What if God didn't listen because you weren't doing what you were supposed to do? Remember, you weren't praying like you were supposed to all this week. You weren't reading your word like you were supposed to all this week. So why should I hear your prayers? Oh, now you need something? And you want to read your word, huh? Oh, now you need something? And you don't want to pray? Thank God that we don't serve a petty God. Thank God that we don't serve a God that holds grudges. Thank God for that. My God, he says you pray to him and he will listen. Hallelujah, Lord. Now, do we get everything that we want? No, but there are a lot of things that you do get. Hallelujah, God. And there's some things you get without even asking for it. Hallelujah, Lord. 
That's why this thing is a serious thing. I told you once, like I said, I told you hundreds of times, he chose you for a reason. He chose you because everybody can't forgive like they're supposed to. Everybody can't pray for people like they're supposed to. Everybody just can't pray like they're supposed to, period. Hallelujah, God. There's so much going on in this world right now. Prayers need to be going on. There are people that are in worse conditions than you are. Prayers need to be going up for them right now. Amen. There are people that are without homes, that had homes and don't have homes now. Possibly destroyed by fire. Possibly destroyed by a hurricane. Possibly destroyed by a tornado. Meanwhile, we all have a roof over our head. Floods have destroyed cars. Cars covered in water. That's indrivable. You can't drive that car no more. It's inoperable, I mean right. to say. You can't drive that no more. Everybody out here drove to church this morning. You got cars. Hallelujah, God. Bless your holy name. That's why you have to be thankful and pray for those that are without. So when you see things on the news, you pray for people that are going through right now. You have to just ask God to be with them. Open up a door. Make a way for them. I pray that they get back some of the things that they lost. Hallelujah, God. That's why you got to thank God for volunteers. Those of you with all them extra clothes, somebody needs some clothes. Somebody's clothes is full of smoke from a fire. They can't wear them clothes no more. No matter how much you wash it, it'll still have that smoke smell in there. Them clothes are done for. Some of you got clothes still with the tag on it that you ain't wore from day one. Why is it still in your closet and somebody need it? You know who you are, hallelujah, God. Still got the tag on it, and you ain't wore it yet. And then had it in there, month after month after month. Spring, summer, winter, fall, it's just still sitting in there with the tag on it. My God. You don't have to say ouch. You don't have to say ouch. I ain't stepping on no toes today. Somebody need them clothes. You ain't wearing them. Hallelujah, God. Bless your name, Jesus. You got to think of others, saints of God. You got to think of other people, other than yourself. God did not call you to be selfish. Mm. Hallelujah. I just had some suits and some things that I haven't worn in a while and took it right down there to the Goodwill a while ago. I wouldn't wear them, just taking up space in my closet. That's all it's doing. For all you people that got all that clutter, get that mess out of there. Take it to the Goodwill of somebody who needs it. Hallelujah, God. Bless your name, Jesus. You got to think of other saints of God. Don't be petty. Don't be like that. Don't be selfish. Think of others. Hallelujah, God. We do a good work here at Restoration. We have missions and all of that things and whatnot. And praise God for those that give. And last week we went to go feed the homeless on last week. We do those things. But some things we can do individually. Like that. Like I was saying, as such. Because people need your help. Hallelujah, God. And God hears your prayers. Verse 13. Psalm, or, uh, Jeremiah 29 and 13. And it says, And you shall seek me and find me, and when you will search for me with all your heart. How are we, how much are we seeking Jesus' face? How much are we seeking God? How much are we searching for him? Hallelujah, God. The beautiful thing is, it says that when you search for him or when you seek him, you can find him. God is not hiding from you. He's there. All right. How many times you tell people, I'm easy to find, I'm not hard to find. I'm only in certain places and whatnot. My phone number is such and such. I'm always right here there. I'm easy to find. God said, if you search for me, if you seek me, I'm right there. I can't be found of you. 
And it says it so much throughout the Bible. He's just asking people, all but begging people to seek him. I got just two verses for that. Uh, what's this? Uh, in Psalm 27 and 8. It says, when thou saidest, seek my face, my heart said unto thee, thy face, Lord, will I seek. King David said, I will seek your face. I will search for you. Bless your name, God. And see, I remember when I first got saved at the city, when they give you your, your uniform, but not that. But I've been there for a couple of years at that point. We have our gloves that we wear, and it's a, a white part on our gloves that you can write or put a mark on it to identify it. And I wrote, and I put on that Isaiah 55 and 8. I just wrote that on there. I put IS 55.8. And it says, for my thoughts, this is Isaiah 55 and 8. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, saith the Lord. For the heavens are higher than the earth, and my ways are higher than your ways, and my thoughts are not your thoughts. But see, in verse 10, I'm sorry, I put 55 and 10. It says, for as, I keep forgetting, no, I didn't put that. I put the other one on there. I'm talking about seeking his face. Mm -hmm. Isaiah 55 and 6, I'm sorry. It says, seek ye the Lord. Uh-huh. While you may be found, or while he may be found, call upon him while he is near. Isaiah 55 and 6, it says, seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. He's never far away. He's always right there, saints of God. He's always right there. He says, if you call upon him, he will hear you. And it says, seek him while he is near. Hallelujah, God. That's why when I say, when you hear people say, let's say if somebody, a lot of people have been to prison or been in jail or whatever, and that time they got out, then they, they say they're all religion, not all, they found God while they was in there. Uh -huh. And then somebody gets smart and say that, well, God wasn't the one that was lost, it was you. You know, we shouldn't be saying things like that because the word of God tells you to seek him. All right. He says, seek him and he'll be found of you. That's why it says that, talking about he found God. God wouldn't, God wouldn't lost, it was you. You're supposed to seek God. It says right. seek him while he may be found. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. Yes, we are lost, but we're supposed to seek him. That's right. Hallelujah, Lord. So never ever get smart and say anything to that point when somebody say, oh, now all of a sudden they done found Jesus. Yes, that's a good thing. That's a very good thing. When anybody finds God, hallelujah, right. Lord. But he's always right there. It may seem like he's millions of miles away, but he's always right there. And the word says he won't leave you or what? Forsake you. He has thoughts of peace about you, not of evil. That's a good thing to know. Hallelujah, God. And it's very good to know that he hears your prayers. What if God says he didn't hear your prayers? What if God says, I don't think good thoughts towards you? Hallelujah, God. What if he says that you may look for me, but you won't be able to find me? Hallelujah, God. He doesn't say those things, saints of God. Those are encouraging things right there. Those are things that should just make you want to go just a little bit further, just a little bit higher. Hallelujah, God. To continue to reaching out, knowing that God hears you, knowing when things are not going good, at least he's listening. Bless your name, Jesus. And it's good to know that he gives you, like he says, he doesn't give you the spirit of fear, but a spirit of power. That's why we shouldn't be walking around fearful. There's nothing to fear, saints of God, as long as God is on your side. Hallelujah, God. One of my other favorite scriptures, Psalm 118 and 6, when it says, for the Lord is on my side. 
Whom shall I fear? What can man do unto me? Hallelujah, God. We should be fearing anything. Anything spiritually. Remember, this is a spiritual warfare, saints of God. You're not going to beat the devil with flesh and blood. You got to put on the armor of God. You fight the devil through the spirit every day. And you fight him through your prayers. You fight him, fight him through your holy living. Hallelujah. You fight him through loving those who don't love you. And that's not easy to do. Everybody can't do that. Hallelujah. That's why it's that wide road of destruction. Everybody's not going to be on a straight and narrow road. That's why it says stay on the straight and narrow. People can't love those who don't love them. Yes, I know of some people that you don't particularly care for. Hallelujah, God. But in order to make it into the pearly heavenly gates, you got to pray for those people that your flesh don't particularly care for. Hallelujah, God. Maybe because if they've done you wrong, either they haven't done you wrong, you see how they treat others and that just rubs you the wrong way. You just see how some people treat other people and you know that's not right. And it gives you a sour taste in your mouth. We're human. But at that point, you have to pray for that individual, him or her, to get it right and to stop treating people so mean and nasty. Because for one thing, you do reap what you want. You reap what you sow. You reap what you sow. They treat somebody nasty. Next thing you know, when they need somebody, they're going to be treated that way. That's why it's imperative and very important that we treat people the same and don't show favoritism. If God doesn't show no respect to persons, Yes, we are in here. We are praising God. We are scripture reading. We're, uh, we're reading our word. We're getting some word from God right now. Hallelujah. We're in the house of the Lord. But he doesn't love you no more than that man or woman that's sleeping at Finley Park under a tree. They don't have a home. He doesn't treat us any more better than he does them. Somebody right now is high and stuck with a needle in their arm right now. Somebody is drunk and don't know where they are right now. And God still loves that individual the same as he loves you. All right. Hallelujah, God. Because you know what? I used to be that one that was in the bed asleep right now or hung over on Sunday morning. Right. I used to be that person. We're on a few hours prior, about 12 hours ago, where I was in a club some darn well and doing all kind of uh, devilish things and whatnot. And knowing that I wasn't going to nobody's church the next day, God still yet loved me anyhow. You know why? Because he had thoughts of peace for me and an inspected end. He had thoughts of peace knowing that I wasn't going to nobody's church, knowing that I wasn't going to hear no type of word, knowing that I wasn't going to be praying, knowing that I wasn't going to be doing no type of Bible reading. He knew that and he still yet had thoughts of peace towards me. He still yet had thoughts of peace towards you before you accepted him as Lord and Savior. All the people that you cussed out, all the people that you done flipped your middle finger up at, hallelujah, God, because they cut you off in traffic or whatever the case may be, and he still yet had thoughts of peace towards you. All the evil thoughts that you had towards somebody, and he didn't have not one evil thought towards you, he still yet had thoughts of peace towards you, knowing that you was not about to accept him no time soon. You could have been on a highway straight to hell. And he stopped him. Still yet. Even though the devil did all he could. By saying just let me have him. Hallelujah God. And he said no. And next thing you know. That day came when you accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior. All in that time. 
Bless your holy name, God. Can you imagine the patience that Jesus had with each and every last one of us? How many times you done told people, I ain't got no patience for that. I don't have no patience for you. My patience is thin right now. It's running thin. How many times we said that? Did Jesus say that about you? Did his patience go thin with you when you weren't doing what you were supposed to do? All that impaired driving that I was doing, could have wrapped my car around the oak tree, 80, 90 miles an hour. But he didn't allow that to happen. Allowed me to get to wherever I was going every time. Could have easily allowed that. Tied all this drunkenness and all this foolishness. But somebody, like we say, somebody prayed for me. Hallelujah, God. As I always say, you probably have somebody who didn't even know you was praying for you. With your little nasty attitude that you have. That you don't want to admit to. You know if it was nasty or not. I mean, in a good way. I mean, you know, even our very own dear sister back here, Sister Patterson. Did he, did he just call you Miss Nice Nasty? Huh? Uh-huh. <laughs> but those that can remember a song back in the day, Michelle had a song called Nasty. I mean, nice and nasty at the same time. Nice nasty. You can be nice when you want to be. You can be nasty the next second. Hallelujah, God. Back when everybody was around here being nice nasty, God still yet had thoughts of peace about you. Amen. Hallelujah, God. Bless your holy name. And I say, I mean, we have to thank God for that because nobody had to be here today. Amen. Nobody is grace and his mercy, and you can never take that for granted, his grace and his mercy. Hallelujah. So thank God for grace every day. Thank God for his mercy, no matter what's going on. Because as we always say, somebody is in a worse state than you are. We always say the same, it could be worse, and it could be. And a lot of times I counter that saying, well, it also could be better. That's when I'm in my feelings. It could be worse. Well, it could be better. You know, and it could be. And sometimes I say that. But it always could be worse. If you watch the news right now, you got thousands of Haitians right there at that bridge in Texas. No home, no place to go, looking for a better place. And that's just one huge mess that's going on right there at the Texas border. But they need prayers, they need help. You got women and children out there, all kinds of stuff. Hallelujah, God. And ain't no telling what's going on outside of the camera. Ain't no telling what's going on. Hallelujah, God. You got children out there. They in harm's way. You think all of the men out there, all those men just got thoughts of peace toward all them women out there? You think ain't no perverts out there? All of that type of stuff? See, that's the type of foolishness I'm talking about. That's a mess out there. Hallelujah, God. And that's going on right now as we speak right now. Hallelujah, God. And still yet, with all of that going on, God still has thoughts of peace. So we got to pray for one another. We got to continue to pray for doors to be open for one another. We got to pray for the good for, for our saints of God. Hallelujah. If you see a brother or sister that has fallen uh, spiritually, you pray for them. Don't jump on the pile. Especially if they're famous and everybody's jumping on them. Even if they're not famous, it could be local, whatever the case may be. Continue to pray for that individual. That brother or sister needs your prayers. You know when you've fallen. You know that. Hallelujah, God. I always give the benefit to adopt, uh, of the doubt to a, to a man or woman of God that has fallen. I'm, saying, I'm sure they've asked for repentance. I'm sure they have because they know better. I'm sure they have. Because you know if you mess up, what do we have? We have to ask God for forgiveness. You don't jump on the pile. You pray for that person. 
Because once again, God has thoughts of peace toward that person still yet, even though they just messed up, no matter what it may be. Still yet, thoughts of peace that they can have a great expected end. Hallelujah, God. Bless your name, Jesus. So continue to pray for each other. Continue to want to see others do good. Hallelujah, God. On your job, family members. Because there's, there's no hurt like family hurt. It hurts. Because like they said, I mean, betrayal don't come from somebody who you don't know. That comes from somebody who you trust. And somebody who you thought that was on your side. And see, when they do you wrong, now you ain't really thinking thoughts of peace toward that individual. But somewhere you got to find it in your heart to pray for that individual. Nothing hurts more than, than betrayal. Hallelujah, God. But you got to pray, saints of God. We got to pray, we got to pray, we got to pray. And that's just all we can do. If it's out of your control, if there's nothing that you can do for them physically, send prayers up. Hallelujah, God. Send prayers up and let God fix it. Hallelujah, God, no matter what it may be. But always remember that your Lord and Savior has thoughts of peace towards you and not evil. And let that be a lesson to all of us to be the same towards others. Hallelujah, God. I pray and hope that this message was very encouraging to you on today. And I pray that we learn something from this. Hallelujah, God. That we have thoughts of peace and not of evil. Let us all stand. Hallelujah, God. Bless your name, Jesus. Hallelujah. That's beautiful. Beautiful knowing that my God thinks for the best of me. He wants the best for me. Because we are overcomers. That's why the word tells you that you are the head. And not the tail. That's why it says you are above. And not beneath. Hallelujah. That's why the word says that you're blessed coming in and blessed coming out. That means everywhere you go, you're blessed. Bless your name, Lord. Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, we thank you, Heavenly Father, Lord, for your encouraging words on today. We thank you, Heavenly Father, Lord, that you have thoughts of peace towards us, God, and not of evil. In the mighty name of Jesus, God, that we may have a good, pure, great, expected end. In the mighty name of Jesus, God. Father God, I pray, Lord, I thank you, Heavenly Father, knowing, Lord, that if we seek your face, that you may be found, God. Father God, we thank you, knowing that if we pray to you, that you hear our prayers, Lord. Hallelujah. In the mighty name of Jesus, Lord. Father God, we can't thank you enough, God. We thank you, Heavenly Father, for mercy and grace, God. Lord, we thank you, Lord, even if we don't deserve it, God. We thank you, Lord, because a lot of times we don't deserve to get the mercy and grace that we receive because we don't return the favor the way that we should, God. We don't pray like we always should. We don't read our word like we always should, Lord. And we don't think pure thoughts like we always should. And still yet, you forgive us anyhow. Father God, thank you so much for that mercy and that grace that you bestow upon us each and every day. Lord, I pray, Heavenly Father, Lord, that we do better and that we get better, God. And that's from everyone, from the pulpit to the back of the church, Father God, that we do better, that we have more better thoughts, God, that we pray just a little bit more. That we read our word, Lord, that we find the time out of 24 hours in a day that we can just squeeze you in somewhere, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. And it shouldn't be that difficult to do. 
out of 24 hours, we should make time for you. Because as soon as you decided to wake us up, you already made time for us and we opened up our eyes. You made time for us, God. And I pray that we make the same amount of time for you, God, by studying, by living holy, by walking upright in the mighty name of Jesus. And sometimes when we pray, don't even ask for things. Just have a continuous prayer of thanks and thanking you for who you are in the mighty name of Jesus. Praying for others, the less fortunate, in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah, God. Lord, I pray, Heavenly Father, that we do these things and we practice these things each and every day, God, as you continue to order our steps, Lord. Continue, Father God, to forgive us of our sins in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord. And Lord, I pray, Lord, that you fill our hearts with nothing but love, hallelujah, God, and pure intentions for others in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, we do love you, and we give you honor because you are so worthy. And we praise you, God. We worship you, Lord. We magnify your holy name because you are worthy to be praised. In Jesus' holy name we pray. Amen. 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 Hallelujah, God. The altar is always open if anybody who needs prayer. Amen. God bless each and every one for tuning in on Facebook Live. And if you need any prayer, always hit me up on Messenger and we can pray by it. And let God fix it. Amen. God bless you and I love you.